Each choice we make moves us toward fear or love. On my Life and Laughter podcast, we'll talk about those choices and learn how to attract more love and connection and laughter. This is Perry Kinder. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. This is Perry with another solo episode of my Life and Laughter podcast. And today I'm talking about two of my favorite shows that just ended, and I'm looking for something new to watch. So if you have ideas, let me know, because I'm really missing my shows. So the first show is Ted Lasso. I think if you've lived on this planet for any amount of time, you should know Ted Lasso. Maybe you've never seen it, but you've at least heard the name. And the other show that it just finished that broke my heart is Succession. Two completely opposite shows. So Ted Lasso is a show about connection and forgiveness and love. If you don't know the story, Ted is hired by the owner of a football club in England because she wants it to fail. He knows absolutely nothing about soccer. He's a, a, an American football coach. And so she wants him to fail. She wants the team to fail to pay back her ex-husband because her ex-husband loves this team. The only problem is that Ted is very optimistic. He's very willing to learn from his mistakes. He's very compassionate. He's very hopeful. And he ends up building a team with coaches, players, and management who want to win. But more importantly, they want to build up each team member to find their greatest talents and their greatest abilities. That is his talent, is to find that spark in a person and to kind of blow on it and let it glow and let it expand. And it's just a, it's a show about emotion. It's heartwarming. You cry, you laugh. It's all the things. There is a lot of swear words. If you're not a big fan of the F word, you might not like the show because it's said every other word, but it's, it's a great show anyway. But Ted is just loved. He's loved, loved, loved. And he's just fumbling through his life, making mistakes, getting hurt, messing up. All the while, he's showing compassion and love to himself and to his team. And he's setting an example to men that, wow, you can, you can have emotions, man. You can cry. You can feel all the things. It was just such a revolutionary idea. I think it just hit people at a time when we really need something hopeful. So Ted Lasso, up there with the best feeling shows. Well, Succession is the shadow side of Ted Lasso. Succession is about a very wealthy, wealthy media family. Um, it's led by a tyrant, Logan Roy. And he was described by one of the characters as if Santa Claus was a hitman. He just, that's such a great description. He comes across as he could be really nice, but he's, he never is. But he manipulates his four children. He disregards his oldest son. His second son is trying his best to become like his dad. His third son is just a ball of insecurity and unworthiness wrapped in human skin. And his daughter is ready to cut anybody who comes too close to her. And three of his kids are fighting for the throne, the right to lead the family business. And they're just terrible, terrible people. Logan Roy is the father who was loathed and hated but respected for his brilliant business strategies. And he doesn't think that any of his kids could replace him. And he makes sure they know that. So I can look at that family and think, 
What if I'd been raised by a heartless billionaire who didn't know how to show love or compassion and who pitted his kids against each other? I could feel real, real compassion for his children and the way they were raised. But you have those two shows, the show that's very dark, very dismal. It ends in a way that nobody is happy. And that's not a spoiler because nobody's happy throughout the whole show. But it's just that dark side of the Ted Lasso, the opposites of each other. And it made me think about our own shadow sides and how we can explore that. Exploring our shadow side is the ultimate moving away from fear and toward love, because you have to go through some stuff to find yourself. And different methods work for different people. Some people can use a shadow journal. Some people will want to go see a therapist. If you've had past trauma, you might want to talk to a therapist because working through your shadow side can be really traumatizing. You know, if, if, you've, if you hit a place where it feels like it's not manageable, then find, get some help, absolutely get some help. So what is our shadow side? Our shadow side are all those feelings that we repress, all those feelings that we ignore, that we push down, that we're just too busy to deal with. Well, when we push them down, they don't go away. They're still in our bodies. They're still in our minds. They're literally in the structure of who we are and we can't escape them. So for an example, perfectionists are often very critical of themselves and of others. There's not a lot of forgiveness there for themselves. They always have to be perfect, always have to be showing the best side of themselves. And that includes their emotions. They always have to be happy and on point and helpful and all the things. So their shadow side might be all that rage and frustration that they press down, that they repress. And sometimes that shadow side will erupt. And if you're not aware that that's your shadow side, it can be really scary when suddenly you're yelling for what you think is no reason because your shadow side can only be repressed for so long. And if you don't acknowledge that, it can get bigger and bigger. We just watched a Netflix show called Beef and it's about a woman who is a perfectionist. She's an entrepreneur. She's very wealthy. She has the perfect family. But her level of rage is unbelievable. And the whole show starts with an incident of road rage, which through the series just escalates in unbelievable, unbelievable ways. Again, not a PG rated show, definitely an R rated show. But wow, talk about a woman who has not tapped into her dark side. She needs to work things out. And of course, Darth Vader is a great example of being swallowed by your shadow side, or as he would say, the dark side. He starts out as Anakin Skywalker, and Anakin had the best of intentions. He wanted to be a great Jedi. He wanted to be a great leader. But when things go sideways in his life in a terribly tragic, awful way, he fully embraces his emotions of vengeance and violence and fear and manipulation, and he becomes that. He becomes his shadow side. In fact, Yoda tells Luke, as Luke is worried about the same kind of feeling, the same kind of emotion, Yoda tells him fear is the path to the dark side because fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, and hate leads to suffering. And until, until you acknowledge your fear, until you acknowledge the things that scare you, you can't work through that and become a completely whole person. 
Because when you accept all the parts of yourself, the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever it is, that's where your true power lies. The power lies in offering yourself kindness and forgiveness instead of shame and judgment. And that does not mean we justify bad behavior by saying, well, that's just my dark side. What do you do? That's just who I am. No, 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 no. That does not give you an excuse. Doing shadow work means you're becoming very self-aware. As you work through your own issues of inadequacy or insecurity or anger or pettiness, you start developing more compassion for yourself. You start seeing where that stems from and how that gets triggered. And as you see yourself working through these things, you begin to develop more compassion for others. You begin to see those who are unconsciously struggling with their own shadow side and how it trips them up all the time. Acadia Darkwood, a psychic and a witch who I've had on my podcast before, you should go back and listen to her episode. I met with her uh, about a year ago and she told me that I was blocked because I needed to work through my shadow side. And she suggested that I get a shadow work journal. And I was fascinated with that, just fascinated because I'd never considered what my shadow side would be. I mean, I knew, you know, when I felt those very human emotions of jealousy and anger and rage and self-loathing, I didn't really understand where all of that comes from and how to deal with it. And so I went to my handy dandy Amazon app, which I love, and I ordered a shadow journal. There's a million on there. I ordered one that I thought resonated with me. And it was just a prompt every day for you to work through. And some of the prompts were, what am I most judgmental about? And as I was preparing for this podcast episode, I went back and read some of my entries. And it was interesting to watch the process as you become a little bit more aware of the things that trigger uh, judgment what I was most judgmental about a year ago and confess I still am are really super right wing, pardon my language, nut jobs. I can't think of another word for them who seem to be taking over society in ways that is very detrimental to our communities, you know, banning things that shouldn't be banned and and being exclusive and being just angry and full of rage. And that's what triggers my judgment is when I see that kind of behavior. Another prompt was, what do I want to heal from? And I, that list was really long. <laughs> there are tons of things I want to heal from. And some things I was very conscious of. And some things as I'm writing that came up was really surprising to me. Things I wanted to heal from, even from my childhood. One of the prompts was, where do I feel most at peace? And usually that answer is anywhere I have a book and a cup of tea. And I'm, I'm good. Where is a safe place for me to heal? Am I mimicking patterns I saw in my parents? How do I feel when I notice unhealthy thought patterns? How do I sabotage myself? Do I hold grudges? It's a whole list of things, questions you probably didn't want to answer, but you really should because it makes you become a more compassionate person toward yourself. It was really profound. And it asked me a lot of questions I was really uncomfortable with. And it's not a one and done thing. You know, reading back through my journal, I thought I should get another journal on it. I should do this again. 
because new things are always coming up. You're always trying to work through your emotions and your feelings and those shadow sides of you that you try to repress. They're always going to be there. There's a story in the Bible about Jesus when he goes into the wilderness for 40 days of fasting and prayer. And I do not recommend doing that. That is a long time to fast and pray, unless you're Jesus. Anyway, so as he's praying in the wilderness, the devil comes to tempt him. And the devil is Jesus's shadow side. And don't angry email me that Jesus didn't have a shadow side. He was a human part human, if you believe he was part God, but he had a human side. And because he did, he had a shadow side. When you look at his rage in the temple, he was flipping tables like a gangster. But as the devil comes to him in in the wilderness, in the desert, he tempts him through all kinds of feelings that he has to work through. Feelings of pride, of fear, the temptations of being worshipped by all these people, all of these things he had to face. And in each of those situations, he had to make a choice. And obviously he chose not to follow his shadow side. Like Darth Vader, he became the hero of the story. In a very similar story, the Buddha had an experience in embracing his own dark side. In a very similar story to Jesus, the night before Buddha's enlightenment, the demon god Mara came to the Buddha and attacked him with feelings of lust and greed and doubt and anger and self-loathing, everything that would keep him from becoming enlightened. But like Jesus, the Buddha wrestled with each shadow and dealt with each of those emotions. And here's a key point. Even after the Buddha vanquished Mara, that demon still kept showing up. One day when the Buddha was talking with a group of people, Mara showed up in the back of the room. And maybe ask yourself, what would that look like? Would it look like self-doubt, feelings of unworthiness, insecurity? You know, you're in front of a group of people and you see your dark side in the back of the room. What is that? And the Buddha's attendant, Ananda, he offered to drive Mara away. He said, you know, I'll get rid of him. He doesn't need to be here. But the Buddha said, no, no, no. And then he said, I see you, Mara. And he then invited Mara to sit with him for tea as an honored guest. And the Buddha served him tea and placed him on a comfortable cushion and really looked at him. And Mara stayed for a while, but then he left and the Buddha remained calm. So what is your Mara? What are the emotions that arise that you would consider to be your shadow side. It could be feelings of unworthiness, feelings of not being enough, feelings of not doing enough or having enough. It could be feelings of jealousy to your neighbors, to other people. It could be anger or rage. It could be self-pity. You know, do you have the pity parties? Is that your Mara retreating into your own dismal, sad life? Or there's the feeling of, you know, why bother? Why even try? This world's so messed up. Why even try? Those are all shadow thoughts. And I'm becoming better at recognizing those thoughts as my shadow side. And I can look at those feelings with compassion, especially when I picture myself as a child, still learning how to become a human. And that was a gift that Ted Lasso has. You know, he could look at someone's challenges 
and get to the heart of what that was and help them work through that. That is a talent that that he had that we can learn to incorporate with the people around us. Not saying go to your neighbors and tell them all their shadow sides. That's a terrible idea. Or even telling your children or, their, or your spouse their shadow side. You know what it is. You don't have to tell anybody else what it is. That's not your job to be the shadow side police. But you can be compassionate to them. And if, if the Buddha had driven Mara away, Mara would have become more insistent. He would have become bigger. He would have become meaner. He would have been looking for ways to get in. He would have been relentless. And when we hold our shadow side with the warmth of compassion, we can see what it, what's true. And we can hold that truth with empathy, and with grace, and with love. Pema Children said, We are learning to make friends with ourselves, our life, at the most profound level possible. I think that's beautiful. And it's only then when you accept yourself for who you are and love yourself and go out into the world anyway, even with all these imperfections and faults and in insecurities and you show up anyway, that is power. That is true power. That is Jedi power. I still have my shadow journal. I thought about burning it so my kids wouldn't read it after I'm dead or even before I'm dead. But then I thought, I don't want my kids to think that I was a saint. I'm sure they don't think that now, but at some point, if they ever think I'm a saint, they can read my shadow journal and wow, think, wow, mom really had stuff going on. She was really trying to work for some stuff. I want them to think, wow, mom was so human. She loved and she raged and she felt sad and she felt lonely. Mom was hurt by people and she hurt people. She tried and she failed and she tried and succeeded but she always led with compassion and kindness. That's what I want them to say at my funeral. There's a beautiful poem by Rumi. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor welcome and entertain them all the dark thought the shame the malice meet them at the door laughing and invite them in be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond so that's your challenge this week is to sit with your shadow self invite your shadow self for tea be aware without any judgment of where you struggle and why you struggle. Maybe get a shadow journal. Maybe go online and research shadow prompts. Learn about yourself to develop that compassion. So you end up being the Ted Lasso hero of the story and not the Logan Roy, Darth Vader villain. It's your choice. It's your work. Thank you so much for listening. Love you all. Please take a moment to rate, review, especially on Apple, subscribe and share to help grow this podcast. Thank you for all you do. Get out there and be completely human. Do you want more life and laughter? Check out my blog at lnlcoaching.com and find me on Instagram and Facebook at Life and Laughter Coaching. See you again soon.